Well, hello there. Welcome to Stream Scout. I'm your host, Jeremy Sexton. This is the movie review podcast where we look at all things streaming. So that's all the movies on Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO Go, Hulu, you name it. If it's on streaming, we take a look at it. Today, we are taking a look at a little movie on Netflix, the newest starring Adam Sandler. I know, buckle up. We're taking a look at a movie called Murder Mystery. I don't want to give it away. It was the butler. The butler did it. Leave my books alone, okay? Just let me read. Timber. What brings you across the pond? It's my honeymoon. Where's your husband? Dead. Asleep. Dave's dead de- asleep. Charles is inviting us to spend the weekend with him on a yacht. Crushing the party with civilians. Murder Mystery is a comedy crime mystery. It's on Netflix. It's directed by Kyle Nuichek. It's written by James Vanderbilt, who, fun fact, also wrote the movie Zodiac. So there you go. We got some pedigree there. Uh, It stars Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston, Luke Evans, Gemma Arterton, and Danny Boone. It is rated PG-13. Here's the movie database description. After attending a gathering on a billionaire's yacht during a European vacation, a New York cop and his wife become prime suspects when he's murdered. So the way things work here on Stream Scout is we do a non-spoiler review. I give my thoughts on the film as a whole. And after that, I give a verdict. Netflix style, thumbs up, thumbs down. Very binary, but that's how we roll. It's what Netflix does, so hey, that's what we've adopted here on the show as well. After that, I'll say, you know, if there's anybody in particular that I recommend, go check this out. If there's anybody in particular that I recommend, stay away from it, let you know if there's any content warnings, anything like that. Put all that there. Then we take a little brief musical interlude. After that, we come back, we do full spoiler thoughts on themes or anything else that we need to talk about, spoilery, uh, and that's the show. And so let's just dive right into this one. And I think first, before we get into the movie as a whole here, we got to go back and we got to just look at Adam Sandler (laughs) and take a look at where he's been Uh, leading up to this, because I think it's important. So in the 90s, Sandler, a Saturday Night Live cast member, he's in a bunch of movies that we all remember very fondly, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, uh, you know, those are their classics. Big Daddy, I think, is uh, still, you know, that was also pretty good. After Big Daddy, though, His film career gets dicey. So we're talking, once we get out of the 90s, it gets real wacky. So in 2000, we get Little Nicky, which was terrible. Uh, I I mean, I still kind of have fond memories because I saw it when I was, you know, still a teenager. Uh, But Little Nicky's not a good movie. 2002, we get him in Punch Drunk Love, which is a great film. And then 2005, he's in The Longest Yard, which is 
fine. In 2006, we get him in Click, which is one of the first real stinkers that he produces. And that's kind of how it goes from there. So we get, uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. And then we get, you do not mess with the Zohan or whatever that one was called. Uh, But then after that, we get Funny People, which is a movie that I genuinely loved. Like, saw it in theaters, loved it. Blu-ray came out, went and bought it right away. I loved Funny People. I know a lot of people didn't. It's a very divisive movie. I feel like there are people that really liked it, people that really hated it. I'm, on, of course, on the side that really liked Funny People. But what's funny is that, so in the movie Funny People, he plays this washed-up comedian who spent his career doing these movies that are just absolutely terrible uh just the broadest most awful movies you can imagine and going back and looking at sandler's filmography at the time we thought oh it's funny he's poking fun at himself but when you look at what comes after funny people for him it's like after doing that movie he becomes George Simmons from Funny People. I mean, just look at the lineup that we get. This is all after Funny People. We get Grown Ups, Just Go With It, Jack and Jill, That's My Boy, Grown Ups 2, The Cobbler, Pixels, The Ridiculous Six, The Do-Over, and Sandy Wexler. Just like terrible movie after terrible movie absolute aggressively stupid garbage every single one of them they're all juvenile they're all terrible and that's the list of films that he's really been appearing in I guess the exception of the uh, Transylvania Hotel Transylvania movies but I'm I'm not going to watch those. They're not for me. So I can't really comment on those. Uh, and it appears now that with uh, the week of, I believe, was the last film that he had on Netflix. Or the day of, the day of, the week of. It's with Chris Rock where their kids are getting married. It appears that with that, but more specifically with Murder Mystery... Sandler has sort of opened this new chapter where he's making films that are totally fine compared to the long list of flops that had come before it murder mystery is a huge step forward right it's got some genuine laughs the plot is a by the numbers murder mystery but it's a good enough one there's even the teeniest amount of there there if you will I'll talk a little bit more about that in spoilers I guess so there's there's some other stuff going on at the same time I I can't say murder mystery is a good movie mostly just because it's never really that interesting the laughs aren't frequent enough for it to really land as a comedy It's not really meaty enough to appreciate as a mystery. 
But it's also, at the same time, it's not a bad movie. I don't really have anything to say in any one direction with any particular force here. It's an easy watch. <laughs> this is this is a perfect movie to put on while you do something else. Uh, because it's good enough. There's some laughs and things like that. Like if you're cooking and you throw something on the iPad. If you're sitting on the couch and you're doing something on your laptop or your coding or what have you, uh, go ahead, throw on Murder Mystery. It's good enough. You're going to be like, yeah, that was totally fine. You're not going to, I can't imagine anyone watching this movie and coming away with strong feelings in any direction. Uh, I can't imagine someone coming away and hating it. I can't imagine someone coming away and loving it. It is a movie that exists, and it's totally fine. The one thing that I think really does kind of land, that, and I talked a little bit about the, the there there, it's all related to Sandler and Aniston's relationship. They play a couple, and it's a bit of an old cliche with the, the wife who wants the husband to put more effort in. He promised her this honeymoon 15 years ago, and they've still not gone on that honeymoon. And so the film is really about them and that relationship. And I think that play, that pays off more or less pretty well. Um, it's mostly, you know, just adequate <laughs> it's not something that makes you come away and think wow that really that really got me no I mean it come it's it was it was totally fine it was totally good so as we that I mean that's really all I have to say about it like there's not really a ton else to go into I mean, the performances are good uh all the different characters the are part of this wacky murder mystery ensemble. They're all good. There's some good ones. Um, the guy who plays the old uh, colonel, he's great. The big Russian dude, is he's good. The race car driver guy is good. Um, and he's very funny, I think, with just the way that you know he doesn't really understand English. And so people try to talk to him and he just kind of, you know, will catch one little thing that they say and make some like pop culture reference out of it. Not in a way that's like a winky, like all the jokes are just pop culture references. It's sort of how like just, you know, this guy doesn't understand English at all. And it's kind of funny. Um, Yeah, I mean, Gemma Arterton's good. Sandler and Aniston are good. Like it's performances are good the directions fine I, the director of this did game over man which was on netflix a year or two ago and i hated that movie it was it starred the workaholics guys from the tv show on comedy central and there are parts of the movie that are real funny and then there are parts of that movie that are terrible 
Uh, and so I came away, you know, seeing people talking like, oh, game over, man. It's so funny. And I was just not feeling that at all. Uh, he, this is a step up for him as well. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting that you have this screenwriter that wrote uh, Zodiac. And then here he's doing another murder mystery, but it's just the most basic paint-by-numbers murder mystery like concept and idea. It's, it's weird that here you have the script that comes from the same guy, and man, they could not possibly feel different. Not that this movie should have been Zodiac. That would be super-duper weird. Um, but yeah, it's... It, it's fine. So the verdict, all in all, is it's a thumbs up. I've boxed myself into this binary rating system, and it's by no means bad enough to give this movie a thumbs down. Uh, you know, last week we watched I Am Mother, which I did give a thumbs down. And I Am Mother is... As far as a film goes, is a better film than Murder Mystery. But I Am Mother is just, I found dreadfully boring for long stretches. Murder Mystery is not ever boring. It's an easy watch that you can put on and it is totally there. You're not going to remember much about this. Except for maybe, hey, this was the time that Adam Sandler finally made a movie that wasn't completely dreadful. I don't know. It's a it, it's it's the least passionate thumbs up that I can possibly give. So who would I recommend this to? Uh, anybody who's into murder mysteries, with the caveat that you're into murder mysteries in a way where you'll just watch anything that's a murder mystery, uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, if you're super hardcore about the genre and you only want like the best of the best, yeah, this isn't this isn't gonna do it for you. If you're the type kind of like myself where you know I got into CSI for a real long stretch, like you give me a murder and some people trying to figure out who did the murdering, I'm on board more or less. Uh, yeah, this is one of those movies. And it's, it's not a bad one. It's more or less a rom-com as well. So I, I think it could scratch that itch for some people. Uh, if you're afraid that it's Adam Sandler, so it's going to be super juvenile and all that. I really don't think this one is. There's a couple times where Sandler's character makes some jokes that are, are in that direction. But the point of them is to show that that's where his character is. And so I don't think that qualifies. It's not, that's not the overarching tone of the movie. That's not what the movie's about. It's about his growth away from that. And so you kind of need to show it to show that growth. Um, the people I would not recommend this to, if you're only going to watch one movie this week and you want to sit down and really sink your teeth into something, this is not the movie to, to do that with. Uh, you're going to be gumming this one, not necessarily sinking your teeth into it. Uh, if you're expecting a really funny comedy, again, this isn't it. The laughs are there, but they're not super duper frequent. And so this isn't going to scratch 
uh, a deep comedy itch for anybody. Ultimately, this is a movie, and you could do worse. I understand that that's not exactly a ringing endorsement, but here we are. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back after that and just do the briefest of talks, I think, about the spoilers for Murder Mystery. We're back, and just as we all predicted, the butler did it. I knew that was going to come back at some point, and so I kept expecting to reintroduce the dude on the ship that was the butler, but it just, uh, no, there was some very complicated name mathematics that I couldn't have possibly known, and I definitely wasn't paying close enough attention to have figured out. The, it was a Jim Arterton's carried Grace Ballard or whatever that was. Uh, I, you knew right away, right, that when she leaves the room and then the lights go out, that she's the one turning the lights out. Like, I thought that was completely obvious, and I don't think they really leaned into how obvious that actually was. But, you know, what can you do? Like I said, this isn't necessarily the uh, the pinnacle of the murder mystery. I do appreciate at the end, you know, just the, just a little nod that it's, you know, it's just kind of cute where they're arranged this travel back home. And so they put them on a train. And of course the train is the Orient express, just kind of a cute little, huh? Mysteries. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm, I'm a, a, a small Agatha Christie fan. My grandmother was a huge one. And so I've picked that up a little bit. And so, yeah, you know, see the little murder on the see the little tip of the cap to the to the Orient Express. Thought that was cute. Uh, the thing that I that I really picked up from a uh, theme perspective on this film was it's really about the spitzes, the the two leads and the way that their characters grow together throughout the movie, right? We're introduced to this marriage that's in a real rough spot. And their problem ultimately is this lack of communication where he doesn't want to even tell her what's going on at work. He's afraid to tell her that he's not passing this exam because he's too afraid of what she's going to think about him. And she is unwilling to communicate her wants to him. Like, that's just as big a problem. That when you have unspoken expectations, those become unfair expectations. Because the person that you're holding to them doesn't know that they exist, right? And so those issues breed this lack of trust. And that's how you grow apart. You talk even less than. You, you're not relying on each other. You isolate on these islands. It was a super realistic 
relationship issue that we get depicted in the film. I, that was one of the things that I thought they did the best job of from a writing standpoint was setting up the way that this couple has kind of let things fall apart. And so I like how over the course of the film, right, of course, it's the roller coaster where we think things are getting better and then they get worse and then they get a little bit better and then they get worse because that's just that up down trajectory that, you know, a good story has. But ultimately, it sort of leads all the way up to them coming together and it's his detective skills and her murder mystery knowledge and it sort of combines to solve this real life crime that they've put themselves into with the real capstone of that being that you're you're better together right? You're better as a couple when you're actually on the same page, when you're actually talking to each other, when you're actually working together, when you're not still trying to do this who can impress who game when you're just honest with each other and you're actually relying on each other and actually working together as a team. That's what you are. And so to see that that then is the thing that not only brings them together as a couple, but resolves the situation. Like I really liked the way it did that because it's a theme that I think is is true. I think it's really positive. Um, you know, I've seen that breakdown happen in couples. It's a real thing that goes on, and. And so this was a really positive way of showing the like the diagnostic of that problem and then in this like heightened movie way, the way to fix it. And the way to fix it is you talk to each other and you be honest with each other and you work together as a team. And uh, yeah, I think that's the the small amount of meat that is actually present in this movie. And apart from that, I I got nothing else to talk about. And so we're going to wrap this up. Thanks for listening to Stream Scout. I've been your host, Jeremy Sexton. You want to leave feedback for the show, you can send an email to feedback at streamscout.net. You can visit the website, streamscout.net. We've got all the episodes, episode, episode notes, movie info, all that good stuff on the site. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Jeremy Sexton. Next week, uh, we haven't exactly settled on the movie yet. Um, I'm leaning heavy in one direction, uh, but it's on Netflix, and we've done a bunch of Netflix, and so I was thinking maybe it'd be good to get away and do something on a different platform, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I guess you'll find out whenever the episode drops into your podcaster looking forward to it looking forward to talking to you next week until then i'm jeremy sexton thanks for listening and i will catch you later later